Yes, uh, thanks very much for that. And welcome to the round ball with uh, Dom and uh, Dodsey for another Wednesday night. Oh, it's nice to have your company. And uh, Travis Dodd, you're looking average. How are you tonight? Trip, you've really got to learn how to work these no, panels well, here. Well, you know Last what? week you did the same thing. Next week I want you to do it. I want oh, you to do the panel well, next you week. Just get, you just get Benny to come in and press the buttons anyway. I didn't get him to come in at all. Sorry? Yeah. No, you, you he's love gone. it. You like anyway, it let's get back to the, we're here thanks to Flight Centre, South Australia, best in the air and everywhere. everywhere. Hyundai gets special bonuses with Hyundai's 2019 plate clearance. And of course, if you want to give us a call, oh, by the way, don't forget uh, the uh, Hyundai have their seven year warranty. But if you want to give us a call on the Milk Bar open line, where I still haven't been, uh, the old fashioned service with a modern twist. You must be the only one. Milkbar.com.au. You can give us a call on 1300 736 736. That's the open line number. And of course, you can text us. That's the easiest way if you don't want to get on the dog and bone. 0427 154 166. Well, what can we start off with with the, uh, the round ball? Because there's so much happening around the world and here in Australia. Maybe we should talk about uh, Adelaide United and last weekend. Uh, wasn't a great one for them, was it, against the Western Sydney no, Wanderers? It's, wow. It's one that they'll be looking to forget uh, in a hurry. Uh, big couple of weeks for them as well, having uh, played away to Western Sydney. Uh, they're away again this week. They started off well. Well, no, they didn't start off well, I should say. They were they were 1-0 down after five minutes and really under the pump. Barely touched the ball, conceded uh, in the fifth minute. Did really well to, to get themselves back into the game and, and get 2-1 up. Uh, Halloran again scoring yeah, nice another goal. goal. He's that was a great finish yeah. from Ben Halloran, and he is in some form, by the way. Uh, five goals now in six games. Is he gone? You reckon at the end of the season? Well, what did uh, what did Verbeek say? There was a comment, uh, something about him playing you know, the form of his life because he's uh, looking for a contract, which <laughs> is true. I mean, it, it always happens that when well, players you would have done that too, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. You try you try that little bit harder, I think, uh, when when your livelihood is on the line. But there's no doubt he's in uh, career best form and great finish to, to get him back in the game. But yeah. ultimately, after that, it just uh, the fell wheels, apart, didn't the it? wheels fell off uh, for Adelaide United. Just uh, too many times, uh, particularly in the wide areas, uh, in the the left and right fullback areas, they were just getting in behind, and uh, players were unmarked. And going into the game, going in at half time. 4-2 down, it was always going to be an uphill battle and, and not even Mohamed Toure coming off the bench could save him this week. No, not like he did the week before against the Central Coast Mariners. And we mentioned it last week, even against the Mariners, they weren't very convincing, were they, Adelaide, even though they did win that game. In fact, there's not that many games, without being harsh on them, but just reality, they haven't been that convincing, even when they've won games. I think maybe Melbourne Victory, who they play this week, I might add, uh, here in Adelaide, they where they tore them apart. Yeah, they tore Adelaide them apart. Tore so them they apart. need to do that again this week because even though you know they're sitting okay in the top four, it doesn't look like fifth. Yeah, that doesn't look like they're going to miss out on the uh, the top six. You wouldn't think, unless the wheels well and truly fall off. But uh, you know they really need to start picking up points again. Well, they need to beat Melbourne. It doesn't look like Melbourne's going to make the uh, the top six, which is a little bit unusual. They don't do that very often. But what you rate this? You rate them this week to beat Melbourne? Well, victory this week is. I think it's it's getting to the point where it's almost make or break for their season and and finals. They're on seventeen points and so they're sitting three in ninth, games out, basically sitting in ninth spot. Uh, a win for Adelaide United will really consolidate that that top six spot and and potentially knock Melbourne victory out of the equation. Really, uh, Western Sydney Wanderers that was a lifeline for them on the weekend to to, to put them in eighth and on twenty one points. So look, they're still two games out of the the finals. Uh, Western Sydney and Western United. Western United, 
Just don't. Talk about wheels oh, falling off. Oh, my Lord. Go on, aren't they, really? What's going on there? Yeah. Uh, I think Mark Rudin received a bit of a hostile reception uh, when he went back to Wellington over the weekend. And he said, uh, Mark Rudin even said post-game that it's he's happy to receive that because the fans are passionate. And he said how much he enjoyed his time there at Wellington. But uh, Wellington Phoenix, uh, they're playing some really good football as well. And, and they'll be a contender, yeah. I think, uh, come finals. Absolutely. They are becoming one of the tough teams to beat in the A-League. And you look at the top six, really, it's pretty close. Besides Sydney, who looks like have got the league racked up, uh, wrapped up there, 13 points clear with a game in hand. Um, have a look at the rest of them from uh, sixth. That is Brisbane Raw. They're on 26. And they've been one team that's turned their form around after a couple of months. Uh, they're uh, on 26, and they're only four points behind second, Perth Glory, although they do have a game in hand. So... Uh, uh, the only one out of the equations at the moment, although, I mean, there's still a few games to go. We've got Western Sydney, as you mentioned, on seventh, on 21 points. Sydney the same. But, uh, yeah, Melbourne looks like they're just about gone, as you said, uh, Trav, if they lose this weekend. Uh, having Melbourne victory not in a final, it's not really the norm, is it, really? You normally see them in there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. They've been a mainstay since the competition started. Uh, I mean, when you look at this table, and in particular, you look at the goal difference, the, the for and against... Wow. Sydney FC, top of the table there, they've got a goal difference of plus 24, uh, Perth Glory plus 15, and then it trails off to five. Yeah, five to nothing with, in the end, doesn't it? Yeah, and and Adelaide United round out the, the best of the, the goal difference on zero. Um, Brisbane Raw minus two, and they're in six spots. So, yeah, it's it, it doesn't really show much for, I think, the, the top two teams. Apart from that, uh, I just it, it's hard to see anyone winning outside of the championship, outside of uh, Perth or Sydney. I think. Well, I mean, even we talk about our own team here in Adelaide, Adelaide United, they're not exactly safe. They're only, you know, to like two games clear uh, of dropping out of the uh, the top six. And, uh, you know, they play Melbourne victory. So if they lose against Melbourne, uh, you know, it'll make life very interesting for uh, Adelaide United because after uh, Melbourne, I'm just going to have a look at the uh, fixtures, what they've got coming they got, up. They're home to Western, Western United, United, which you think they would win, but you never know. Then they're home to the Newcastle Jets, who have just recruited two new players. So they're going to be a little tough team to beat as well. Well, a bit of a uh, bit of gossip that we can talk about. Oh, hello. With, I love uh, gossip. with Newcastle Jets. What's going uh, on? So uh, is it Joe, it's Joe Ledley, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, and Abini. Abini. Are the two that have signed. And the, the rumours around that they're both... They both come from the same agency that that Carl Robinson is. Ah, uh, uh, hello. It is. He's bit of a conflict through, of interest. Is yeah, that what we're yeah, saying? Yeah, potentially. So it's been. Oh. I think it's been raised with the club uh, by the by the fans and and the management are aware of uh, that relationship. I guess. Uh, very interesting. They're they're both on short term contracts, and uh, I believe the the interest for Abini is to to go back overseas uh, at the end of his 10-week contract. So. Oh, there you go. Well, <clears throat> they're going to be a tough team to beat when they do play them. And then they, uh, just having a look at the remaining fixtures for Adelaide, they end up with a bye. And then their last few games, Melbourne City away, Wellington away, Sydney at home, Perth Glory at home, and then Brisbane away. Now, those last four or five games are going to be really tough. So they really need to pick up points uh, in the next three games, Trev, if they want to compete in the finals. That's how I look at it anyway. Well, yeah, I mean... They get through these next three weeks. They need to consolidate yeah. in the in the top six because you're right that that run home of or the, particularly the four games where City, Wellington, Sydney, and Perth like that's 
very tough. Very with, tough. With two of them being away, it's it's going to be very difficult to, to pick up points. So they really need to bank them now in the next couple of weeks to, to consolidate their top speak. Top and they spot. need to get some of their injured players back. And uh, speaking of injured players, we're going to speak to one of them who's not going to be taking any part uh, in the current A-League season. That's... Uh, uh, Nathan Constantopoulos, who, of course, only won his way back into the team, scored a terrific goal, and then he did his ACL. So, uh, At training no, as well, yeah. Yeah, no doubt a frustrated player, but uh, he hasn't got a lot to do, so we're going to have a chat to him and uh, see what he thinks and uh, you know, from the outside because I, I'm assuming he'll get another contract. You would think he would. Do you think he'd be okay for next season or Well, not? actually, just reading in, uh, well, I was watching the the news piece by your son. Yeah, your I know. youngest son, I, I uh, feed Lucas. Him, I feed him details, by the way, but anyway. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> As we understand, uh, contract negotiations are ongoing and, and Nathan seems positive. So we'll see if we can get an update from him on that as well. Yeah, he's a nice lad too. It's just bad luck. And that's sport, isn't it? I mean, you've done it a couple of times, haven't you, ACL? Yeah, just uh, I have. Yeah, so I can give him a bit of advice if he uh well, if A he lot of Netflix to... and the PlayStation? Netflix and chill. And chill. Yeah. Okay, sounds Not wonderful. Not much chilling. No, uh, just with Nathan, the two younger brothers that he's got as well, both play for uh, Adelaide Olympic. Um who we played at uh, Metro Stars on and the weekend, lost? and we lost. Uh, and Ooh. and both of his both of his brothers did very well. They, yeah, uh, good yeah, players. Yeah, they performed very well. Uh, one played right fullback and one uh, right wing. So you know the brother connection down the the right hand side. They had some uh, good interplay. So maybe two more Constantopoulos's like the Toure's. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it might be a, a team of uh, brothers out there. Just getting back to it, in case people don't know, you are the assistant coach of the NPL team Metro Stars. You did lose over the weekend, so it's only round one. You're already uh, zipping one. The pressure on uh, on the coaches, yourself and uh, Robbie? What's yeah, going on there? Yeah, we're just about sacked. Whoa, well, yeah, they're and ready, I'd, I'd be bringing you in on Monday morning. They're ready to hang <laughs> No, come on, mate. I mean, uh, uh, dis- that was disappointing on the weekend. At no home doubt about as well. It. At home, yeah. Uh, we had a very strong preseason. They won all of our yeah, games in, like in preseason. Really strong, scored yeah. uh, a lot of goals. And, and you uh, scored that's a, it's the first game, first in eight games, I believe, that we haven't scored a goal. A goal. Wow, wow. So, yeah, very disappointing. Um, we had Shooting uh, practice. We had uh, our striker, Tommy Strain, uh, pulled out with a hamstring strain. <laughs> you had to say that, didn't you? You were dying to say yeah. that. <laughs> I, I, I've been saying uh, Tommy's done a, a he's Tommy'd his hammy. <laughs> Oh, uh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Yeah, lost cause. Tommy Strain, a strain. Tommy Strain, a strain. Anyway, if you want to give us a call, actually, love your advice. What do you reckon about Adelaide United? How are they travelling? How are you seeing it? Are you seeing it differently to how Travis and I are seeing it? Because we call the games uh, when they're at home and uh, just don't look that convincing to me. But maybe you've got an opinion on that. Give us a call on the uh, Milk Bar open line number 1300 736 736. And our text line is 0427154166. And we're going to give you prizes if you get through. Tickets to the next Adelaide United home game against Western United. Uh, maybe tickets. You want to go tomorrow night, the W League last game for Adelaide United against Newcastle Jets. And also a $50 voucher to the Milk Bar. you got your hand up. What's up? I was going to come to the, the game with you, but I've but, got training oh, okay. for, our, for our game on the weekend. No, what I wanted to say is I'd love to hear people's opinions on... Uh, the the news article that came out this week, uh, I believe Kimbo and the Rooch were talking about it about potentially having up to sixty marquee players. Yep. Running well, we around about that too after. Yep. Running around in the A League uh, mm. next season, and uh, our good mate of the show, Scott Jamison, captain of <laughs> Melbourne City, came out with uh, had sarcastic. Some, uh, had some unusual thoughts uh, on that. Uh, I want to get him on. I reckon we should get him on, and you can challenge him with what he thinks. How it would benefit the league? Yeah. Uh, right. I'd, I'd love to hear. Uh, some in-depth analysis from him because... Right. I reckon before we go, Benny, get Scotty Jammers. He might not answer his phone because what does he do normally? 
Netflix and chill. Okay, there you go. The life of a professional footballer. Yeah. Uh, 1-300-736-736. Give us a call if uh, you want to have a chat to us. So we're going to take a short break. It is the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. On SENSA, the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. For Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. And Hyundai seven-year warranty. And welcome back wherever you are listening around the world or around the country. It is the Round Ball with uh, Dom and Dodsey. And our lines are always open if you'd like to have a chat to us. You can give us a call. Our number here is 1300 736 736. That's the Milk Bar open line number. Or you can text us on 0427-154-166. Of course, we're here for Flight Centre South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, we'll call your local Flight Centre travel expert on 131600. And, of course, the Milk Bar, they're situated at 57 uh, Flinders Street in the city. So you can check them out. Aussies abroad. Thanks to Flight Centre. Best in the air and everywhere. All right, uh, Trav, uh, having a look at Australians playing overseas. And with the... uh, uh, World Cup qualifiers continuing next month. We really need a lot of our players to be playing games. We already know, we mentioned it last week, that Matthew Leckie is uh, kind of been frozen out. He's not playing any games, which is a bit of a worry. But what else is happening uh, in England or overseas or everywhere? Well, why don't you start? Because I can't find my paperwork. All right, I can tell you that uh, in the English Premier League, okay. uh, Aaron Moy and Matt Ryan, well, this is good news for the Socceroos. They played 90 minutes to uh, uh, get a point against a pretty tough opposition. Uh, Brighton drew 1-1 against, uh, amazingly, Sheffield United. They are doing so well. They're in sixth spot. They could be they're playing flying, in the Euros, they? which is bizarre. Yeah, and they could, they'll could. they probably knock Manchester United out of a spot I as hope well. so. so well, I'm hoping. I don't, no, I shouldn't say I You're hope a so. United supporter. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. Well, they're, they're for, the money, for the money that they spend in transfers or don't spend, Sheffield United, it's an unbelievable effort. Com- I know. Comparatively to the other teams in the EPL. We'll go back a few years when Leicester City won the champions, uh, won yeah. the championship, and look at the budget they have. Yeah. Yeah, and the odds of that was like a thousand to one or something. Well, they, and then the Ranieri got, got sacked the following That's, year after a few games. Can't what, figure what that more one can out. You do? Who'd want to be a coach? Well, you do. Uh, going to Scotland now, uh, Hibernian's Marty Ball. Now, he, of course, he was out uh, for a long time with an ACL. Uh, he's back playing, and Australia need him to be playing. Well, he did play a full game as they shared the points. Uh, with uh, Lyndon Dykes Livingston, who also played 90 minutes. What else is happening, Trip? What about Tom Rogic? I've been asking about him lately. What happened to him? He finally, finally got a go, got a gig. He uh, he started uh, for Celtic on the uh, bench. No, he started. I started. Started. Goodness gracious! Played uh, played seventy four minutes in a in a three one win over Kilmarnock, uh, and as well as Celtic, uh, Arzani didn't play in the first team, but uh, there's another one. He played in played in the reserves and set up a goal there. So starting to find his feet, and hopefully he gets uh, more game time, and and we see a bit more of him there. See, there's a typical example of a couple of years ago at the last World Cup, at least. You know, Arzani's going to be the next big. Best, next big thing, and you know, he's got a lot of talent, no doubt about that. Maybe the wrong move going to Scotland, playing for Celtic. Then, unfortunately for him, talk about ACLs. He did his ACL when he came on off, as, off the bench, and he's been out of action. So, there's another one we need to be playing full competitive matches. Yeah, for the type of player that he is, it was an unusual move, I think, uh, going into a, a league like the Scottish League, which is very physical, uh, and he's always going to get lumps kicked out of him. Um, I'm surprised he didn't go somewhere like Holland, which is, is probably yeah. more technical uh, and maybe Belgium. May have suited. Yeah. And may have suited him uh, a bit better there, but who knows? Maybe we'll get his agent on uh, one day and ask Who's him. Who's his agent? You, and you got any, uh, no, you don't. Okay. No, you can make no it up because no one would know anyway. Um, but on the bad news, uh, Sockery Bailey, Wright, He could be sidelined for the rest of the season. He picked up an ankle injury. So there's one that won't be playing if he was to be selected in the, uh, 
the World Cup qualifiers uh, coming up next month. So uh, a lot of injuries for the Socceroos. Let's hope they can sort that out before the games come. And I know we're not having really got tough opposition at the moment there, Trav, though, have we? It's still the uh, first ra- lot of rounds until we get to the next lot of rounds, which uh, then includes the likes of Japan, South Korea. That's when we're going to really be careful that we got these guys firing. Yeah, that's right. And and we've got uh, other Aussies uh, in Denmark. Uh, Awama Bill, he played uh, 90 minutes for Mijitiland. Uh, they, they won... Two nil. Uh, so he's he's one that has done really well for himself uh, overseas. He's been able to, to stick it out for a number of years. Similar to to Matt Lecky, he's able to to go over there and and make a real goal of it and you know stick it out. So hopefully he can move on at some stage to to, to a bigger league uh, in Israel. And I know we've spoken about um, Rukovitsa and Trent Sainsbury who are in Israel. Rukovitsa scored again in Maccabi Haifa's two one win over Ashdod. Uh, he's scored 17 goals in 24 games now and, and the media are now talking about him getting recalled to the Socceroos and I guess he's a proven goal scorer now. He's, and we need uh, him. And, I mean, look, I don't know about Israel league, but... Well, it wouldn't be wouldn't that be tough, you wouldn't think. League, but no. confidence breeds you know, uh, good performances. Yeah. So well, look maybe, at Scotty McDonald. He was scoring goals in Scotland and uh, really... <laughs> He can't score at all when he comes back home. I well, know, and, and for the Socceroos as well. Uh, Jamie McLaren, who's uh, scored a, a bag full as well, you'd expect him to get a call up for the Socceroos. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's doing really well. All right. Well, that's our Aussies abroad for this week. Now, earlier on, you were mentioning about our good SEN friend, uh, Scotty Jamison, about having a comment. Well, just remind us, what, what, was, what were you saying that he was saying about the uh, foreigners coming into this country and getting, uh, what, five per team? Yeah, five. So 60, potentially 60 uh, foreigner, marquee yep. foreigners running around in the A-League and saying that it would be good for good for the league and, and make it more competitive, which I find a bit odd. And uh, made a comment about uh, an overhaul of the, a- of the salary cap would yep. be a, a good thing for the A-League. So yeah, I'd really love to, to understand how he thinks it will better the league. Well, guess what? I've got what? Scotty on the phone You're right joking. now. No, I haven't. Now, wow, Scott what Jamison, a coincidence. Mate, it's always good to talk to you, uh, Trip. Now, your mate over here, Mr. Travis Dodd, was having a go at you earlier. He thinks that yeah. you... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, firstly, Trav, uh, now I'm going to be the judge here. Trav, what's your opinion about I do having... love it. I do love a debate. And if there's one person <laughs> I love going at, it's this guy here. By the way, guys, I obviously um, appreciate you guys commenting on my 250th game this year. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, so, well done. Uh, this weekend. Yeah, I do appreciate it. I mean, obviously, my journey started with we you too. Just so, about to say um, that. For you, guys, yeah, for you guys to comment on that is, is, is truly terrific because um, obviously, you my journey started with you too. Yeah, well, I know. It, I understand is, uh, that totally. it, is, it is a good achievement. And how many clubs has that been with? Oh, come on. Don't. No, let's get back to the uh, point. It's, um, it's five, Trav. Yeah, well, he did five. bring it up. Well, Scott um, did believe... bring it up. Okay, fair enough. Okay, five yeah, clubs? Yeah, no, no, I think it's five. Five, okay. uh, Adelaide, Western Sydney, Sydney, uh, Perth, and the beautiful Melbourne City. So, yeah, no, five. Well, I think you've had a fantastic career, mate, and congratulations. You deserve it. Now, Thank you. So, how many, so, uh, sorry, so, sorry, no, how many games did Trav play in the A-League? How many did you play, Trav, roughly? Uh, I played 183. I think it was 185, but... Jesus. Uh, when, when we include, <laughs> All right, next question. We'll move on. Include, we'll move on then, Jeff. When we move include the, the over 150 that I played in the NSL, you've still got a little while to go. Uh, still got a little while to go. He got, he got you on the technicality there. Now, now, yeah, thank tra- you. Thank now, you, Don. Now, first, Trav, um, first, give your point about uh, having Seriously, five players in the uh, in every team in the A-League. What's your uh, yeah. overseas players? Well, uh, my, my view is yeah. that it, it's not going to be good for the league in terms of making it more competitive, which I believe is the point that, that Scott was trying to make, that 
bringing five marquee players will make it more competitive because you've got the, the clubs like Newcastle, Central Coast, Adelaide, maybe Wellington to an extent, uh, Brisbane Roar, who are not going to have the, the funds to go out and spend all of that money on five foreigners. You're going to get the, the cashed-up clubs like Melbourne City. Maybe that's why he's pro pro Hang on, no, foreigners. Keep going, keep yeah. going. Yeah. Uh, because you're going to have these cashed-up yeah. clubs that will go out, Melbourne City, Melbourne Victory, Sydney, Sydney FC. Yeah. They'll Western go out, Sydney, maybe. Western Sydney. They'll go out and spend the big money, and it'll become less competitive than what it is now. All right. Now, uh, your yeah. turn, Scotty. You, you put your point across. Yeah, look, well, um, yeah, I did make those comments um, earlier this morning and, and, and pro- earlier in the week. Um, and just in about the last 10 minutes, I've seen an article on the World Game uh, from Mike Charlesworth, the owner of the Central Coast Mariners, um, who in the last five seasons uh, have finished last. Um, and his comments were, uh, let's scrap the cap uh, and uh, open up a transfer system. Now, um, people might comment on me being biased. I know I had one gentleman from, from Adelaide comment on that, and, and I kindly instructed him to, to follow the, the, the SBS article of Mark Charlesworth openly admitting and saying, scrap the cap. Now, I'll do the same to Trav. Um, if it's deemed biased that uh, myself being a Melbourne City player, um, and I did state this in my press conference this afternoon, that it was the opinion of myself, not the City Football Group, nor the uh, Melbourne City Football Club, um, then... You know, people can can look at that as bias. Fair enough, but if the owner of a uh, a team that has finished four, uh, sorry, finished last four times out of the last five seasons is saying that, I think you might have to take merit on maybe what I say. Now, I choose to comment, and I choose to say this. Now, the season uh, of last, there was a forty-two gap, forty-two point gap between Central Coast, who came last, and Sydney FC. Now. This is in a salary cap league, if I'm correct. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, you are correct. Yeah. Yep, so, therefore, is the, sal- is the salary cap really working if there's a 42-point gap between last and first? And I think you'll find even this season, It'll going on the yeah. current trend, there probably will be more. So, if you want to talk about uh, gaps and disparity of uh, teams and known, uh, spending and stuff, I think before you start going at someone who's probably pro opening it up, look at what the current system is doing to the league. Hmm. Well, and so I, I think, think you have to go off those facts. Hang on, hang on, I don't think finish. he really answered the question. Hang on, let him finish. No, he's made some pretty well, good just, points there. He's made some good points. I, 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 I'm only going off the facts. Now, my argument, adding to the current facts I've stated, uh, are of this. I've made this uh, point already. Uh, if Sydney FC, for example, were to spend some money and buy five marquees as such, and they replace someone like Luke Bratton, who is a centre midfielder, is an Australian player, a very good Australian player, but they replace him with a high-quality foreign player, wouldn't that give the opportunity to, say, a Newcastle to a Central Coast, and I'm using examples, who have more money to spend inside their cap because it's only Australians to make a play at Luke Bratton. Now, I might be biased again because I'm friends with him, but I've also played with him. I know how good he is day in, day out. He would help Central Coast or Newcastle tenfold. All right. So this is why I believe that this would be a benefit. And this is Scott Jamison's, not Melbourne City's opinion, not City Football Group. I believe it would be a benefit to the A-League Maybe for the short term or the long term, I'm just saying for now, 
it would be of benefit to of to have five players uh, and then also open up the, the salary cap. That, okay. That's just my uh, belief. Okay, now, hang on, Scotty. You made some fantastic points. Trav, you've got a right to reply. A, I just got a question with that. So yep. you're right. He's, he's right. And I worked out some, some rough figures. So in, yeah. a, in a squad of 23 players, uh, let's say you've got two marquees in that, the salary cap being $3.2 million, it brings out an average wage of about 152000 If you reduce that to 18 players, then you have your six marquee, uh, your, uh, 17 players, sorry, and you have your six marquees. It increases the, the average wage to about 188000 Now, clubs need to be willing to spend that, okay? They've got to spend a minimum of 90%. But what that also does is it's the economics of it. If Melbourne City go and get all of these marquees, Sydney FC go and get all these marquees, Melbourne Victory get all these marquees, so you all of a sudden you've now got four or five Six Western play. Sydney will be able to afford. Okay, Western so, Sydney have healthy owners. So, and then MacArthur next year, they have healthy owners. Yeah, so, so, so let's, let's say five. Okay, let's say five. Then all of it, well, not MacArthur because they don't have players yet, but let's say four clubs. Well, they all, do. They have three. They have Tommy Orr. Let me finish. Uh, or they have, well, definitely Tommy Orr. So they do have players. Let, let, yeah, so, they do have players. Let him finish, uh, so, Scotty. So these four clubs that are existing all sign six marquee players. Is it six? Five. Five, five. five marquee players. Five. So they've got, they've got two already. So three more, which means three, six, nine, 12 players could be displaced from each club. All of a sudden, Newcastle Jets now have 12 players that they can go for, and it's a supply and demand. So, all right, I've got 12 players to pick from now as a club owner. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for the cheapest option. Yep. So I'm, this is what I'm offering, and it's up to you guys to accept less if you want to come here. Yep, that, that's, uh, that's a fair point. As we know, both got good but, points, but I'll give you the final right yeah. of reply here, Scotland. Yeah, no, look, I'm just going to say in regards to it, is it beneficial of a Central Coast revenue-wise if a Sydney FC or Melbourne City bring in high-quality players that they will get bums on their seats and they will gain more revenue from people coming up to the games. But and they have to be high-quality players, though. They have to be players that people know who they are, like a, like a Del Piero, like a Dwight York. That's what you really need yeah. when you're talking about high-quality marquee players, to put bums well, on seats. To well, put bums yeah, on well, seats. You're, 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 well, I don't, think you, I don't think, Dom, you would have classed Emil Heskey as a high-quality player before he came. You don't did really he, like Emil he, Heskey, he put, but he brought bums to seats. Yes, did he, he really? Did. If, you look, if you look at Newcastle Jets through that season... Their crowds were up. I'm, not, I'm only going off the fact. I'm not saying Emil Heskey was the sole reason, but you're talking about high-quality Del Piero. Del Piero is a standout. Shinji Ono was below, uh, Shin, uh, Shinji ono was below Del Piero's standard, but he was still high-quality in terms of his football ability, yeah. and he brought bums on seats. Yeah. So you can, you, you, you can talk about the high-quality of Alessandro Del Piero or, um, you know, uh, 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 well, I don't know who was going to Francesco Totti if he chose to play in the Australian A-League. But at the end of the day, you need eyes on the game at the moment. We don't have eyes on the game. Yeah. So therefore, it might be called a short-term sugar fix, whatever. But in the, in the meantime, if we bring players to our shores that will gain traction, therefore it will open eyes because people will come to our games for these players, but also see a great young player in Connor Metcalf from Melbourne City and want to stay. And therefore we build on this. We start building on more and more. At the moment, the current system doesn't seem to be working, and I'm only going off facts. Yep. So, right. scrapping, so look, I just got one I, question. One question for you: scrapping the salary cap, what stop? What then stops Central Coast offering thirty thousand dollar contracts? Well, I don't think you will have Central Coast offering thirty thousand because you have to find uh, 
in terms of if if you sink or swim in regards to if the standard raises, you raise with it. That's just simple. That's just a normal yeah, kind of thing. Money, where regard- does the money come from, though? Well, well, that's what I worry about, guys, is I remember the old NSL where that, exactly there was no salary cap and every other year a club well, would disappear so, so and a new one so would so come you're in. You're saying this, yeah, okay, but you're saying this, okay, and also don't run the fence here, but Mike Charlesworth, the owner of Central Coast, has come out in the last hour, two hours, and he is, as I said, the owner of a team that's finished last in the four or five seasons, and he says he wants to scrap it. So you're arguing for their sake that he's saying he wants it. So really, where's your argument stand if he's saying he wants it scrapped? Mm. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? Well, I know no. what you mean, Scotty. So, hey, Scotty, we've got to go, yeah. but uh, I reckon you no, won on points. Actually, why can't we just stay here? Thank I you. Know. Why can't I just stay here and talk? I'll take Trav's job because obviously I know more about the Australian <laughs> League than Trav does. Well, if you lived uh, here, you'd be sitting clearly. here. If you came back to Adelaide, you could be sitting in the studio with us. Move How's the that? show. Move the show to Melbourne, Dom. We'll, we'll go gangbusters. <laughs> we'll get more sponsors. Raise my wage, and then the, the standard ra- standard uh, goes up. But thanks for the chat, lads. I am um, always looking after a bit serious there. Got it. Got serious there, but I enjoyed it. I enjoy having a serious side and serious conversation. Hey, good luck against the Brisbane Roar over the weekend, buddy, and good luck with your games as well. You've All done the best, fantastic. Mate. Doesn't, it doesn't happen often that he talks serious. So oh, I know. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate yeah, Scotty. it. Scotty Jamison, the captain, of course. Turn of, him uh, down, that's it. Of, uh, of Melbourne uh, City. Had some good points, though, but we, gotta, we can't uh, talk about that any longer because we're running out of time, and we're going to catch up with uh, Nathan Constantopoulos. He's coming up next, and we'll have a chat with him from uh, Adelaide United and see how he is progressing after doing his ACL a few weeks ago. You're listening to The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey back right after this. On SENSA, The Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere, and Hyundai seven-year warranty. Yes, welcome back to the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsey. And, of course, as you heard, all thanks to Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. Flight Centre, South Australia. If you're planning a holiday, call your local Flight Centre travel expert on 131600 and Hyundai's 2019 plate clearances on. As we speak, you can get special bonuses across a range of their top-selling models. And you can still call us. You still have time, even though we're running out of it. It goes so fast here, doesn't it, Trip? Flies. Uh, 1-300-736-736 or our text line number 0427-154-166. Shortly, we're going to catch up with uh, Nathan Constantopoulos. But before we do that, um, Mark from Waterloo. How are you tonight, Mark? G'day, guys. How are you? Pretty good, mate. Please, can somebody you? tell me... Oh, look, can you tell me about LA United? They're great one week and terrible the next week. There's no consistency, right? Is it because we just haven't got enough cattle? Not, we haven't got any strength in the defence? And, and we've got a, haven't got a real striker, a real strong one? Or is it the coaching? I personally don't think it's the coaching. I just think we haven't got the cattle. Uh, you know, I know we're filling in gaps every week because of injuries, right? But how, how can you be one day fantastic and another day lose 5-2? Can somebody please explain it to me? Yeah, it is a, it is a tough one there, uh, Mark. And you know, they, they did go on that run where they won four games in a row and you think they've turned Seems a corner. Seems like ages ago now, it does, doesn't it? Uh, but then they went and lost yeah. three games in a row. Now, you look at the last couple of weeks and, and they are just plugging holes uh, with positions. Uh, two weeks ago against the Mariners, Stefan Mork was playing at right back. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if he's ever played there yeah. before, but uh, last week we saw Michael Moroni. We've seen Ryan Kiddo in that position, Ryan Strain. So I just don't think there's been enough consistency uh, across the team uh, because of so many injuries. Do we need players? Do we need players from overseas or not? Well, I think definitely. I, I Experienced think players, I yeah, think we need a do. couple. Look, uh, Christian yeah. Opseth hasn't 
hasn't been as productive as I, I think the club would have hoped. Well, why is Mirko Boland on the bench? Why wouldn't you be playing Mirko Boland? Well, he's just coming back from injury. That was uh, four weeks term. ago. He's been on the bench for the last three weeks. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. I mean, the, the only the only way to get him fit is to to get minutes in the in the legs, and really the the A League is the only place that he can get those minutes. So they they really need to, I guess, just chuck him in the deep end and and let him. Well, well, it, 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 yeah, Mark. It looks like there's only two. It looks like there's only two teams really when you think about it: Sydney and um, and yeah. Melbourne City, and, and then the rest. It's you know it's a draw. Well, you know, yeah. it could be anything could win. You know, I mean. Yeah, yeah. everything seen clues over the over the top, but honestly, uh, it is frustrating I though. Him, I, I love them and I hate them. They really are frustrating. <laughs> uh, you got to love and hate it. I I I think everybody understands your frustration, Mark, uh, because we don't know. You never know what you're going to get, Marco. I've got a couple of tickets for you to go and see their next home game, where you can be frustrated to see Adelaide United against uh, Western United in a couple of weeks' time. Or you might love them, and you, you might, might love them that yeah. day. You never know. And also a fifty dollar voucher from the Milk Bar. Thanks for your call, Marco. Enjoy the rest of your night. All right, uh, we mentioned uh, Adelaide United and, of course, uh, Nathan Constantopoulos. Uh, how unlucky is this guy? I mean, he just got back into the team. You thought, OK, he scored a cracking goal and then, uh-uh, he gets an injury, the ACL, the dreaded, dreaded. ACL, and yeah. he joins us on the line right now. Nathan, thanks for your time. It must be awfully frustrating for you, mate. Hey, guys, how are you? Um, yeah, it's, uh, like you said, I'd just broken in and, yeah, uh, in training did my ACL, which is unfortunate. Unfortunate, but yeah, what can you do now? Yeah, well, you can't do much except just rehab now. <laughs> how, how was it? I mean, I know nobody likes sitting on the bench, but you can tell on the sidelines and when Travis and I call the games that you look very frustrated that you're not playing as many minutes as you like. And if you didn't feel that way, then you're not normal. But it must be awfully frustrating that you're not playing. Then when you do play, bang, that's what happens. Yeah, I think, every, like you said, every player wants to play every game. And sometimes it's up to the coach and his decision on whether you, he thinks that you're right for that particular game. But yeah, like you said, I've, I've played, over, I had over 50 appearances, but a lot of them have been, you know, 20 minute cameos. So I really was looking forward to stringing some games together and yeah, showing what I was capable of. And yeah, it just came in, it's never a good time, but it didn't come at a good time. Well, Nathan, I can speak. I can speak for experience here. Not about. You think I'm going to say the ACL, don't you, Tom? No, I didn't but, think you were going to say that. But I'm going to say making the the cameo appearances. I think I almost made a career of that uh, when I started in in the NSL. Uh, I, I think I was. I think I'm still third highest uh, appearances off the bench. Really? So, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Who would have thought? But Nathan, how's uh, how long how long has it been since the surgery, and how's the the recovery going to date? Ah, uh, so it's. Two and a half weeks since surgery. Um, I was on my feet walking within four or five days, which was good. Um, now it's just about getting my extension, which is straightening of the leg, starting to get that better, and then my flexion, which is bending of the leg. So basically just trying to improve that each day with rehab exercises and stuff like that. But, yeah, I'm really focused and just plugging away at it and just setting goals and trying to smash them because, yeah, I work really hard and I'm pretty good at that. So, yeah. Absolutely. Now, uh, for for our listeners out there, there are different types of, uh, I guess, uh, surgeries that you can have. Did you did you go the traditional route with the, the hamstring tendon to repair the, the ACL? Yeah, so they took my hamstring tendon, yeah. That's how I went down that route, yeah. Right. Now, tell us, how, how did it actually happen? It happened at training. How did it happen? I mean, uh, I mean, there's weird and wonderful ways that it does happen. How did yours happen? 
Uh, so it was, yeah, you wouldn't believe this. You can't write this sort of stuff, but it was the last 30 seconds of the, the drill. And basically we were doing small sided games and I got put through with a through ball and then got tackled. It was a bit of a clumsy challenge. And then as the tackles come through, the force, my leg was planted in an uncomfortable position. And then, yeah, the force of the tackle, I heard, I heard the pop. I heard the sharp pain immediately and I knew, you know, this isn't probably going to be a two or three week injury. So... Who was yeah, the culprit? It's unfortunate. Yeah. Who was the player that... Uh, I don't, want, I don't really want to Name names. Come on, mate. Name names. And or if, if you don't name names, are they at least driving you around and buying you coffees? Yep. And, Making you know, dinner and all that sort of stuff? Um, no, no. no it's, um, uh, yeah, no. Was it, it's okay. Was I, don't, it George, I don't hold a grudge against anyone. Was it George Blackwood? Is that why... That's why that you're why the number the shirt? 16 yeah. shirt. Was yeah. it him? Was it? <laughs> what a monkey. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it wasn't Georgie. Georgie's he's all good. He just does it out of the goodness of his heart, I think. <laughs> so, so, Nate, have you have you sat down with the physios and and gone through a, a long term recovery and what that looks like? And the reason I say that is because traditionally in Australia we always we always seem to see the the ACL recovery take twelve months, whereas yeah. in Europe we saw well, the Juventus Chiellini. Well, what about Cassio? Uh, Remember they wrote him off and he went to Brazil and he was back playing. He didn't even have surgery. No, he didn't even have surgery. But Chiellini for Juventus was off. For six months with yeah. an ACL. So, what's the what's the long term uh, prospect look like for you? So, basically, when I spoke with the surgeon, because obviously the first question you ask is, you know, when am I back? And <laughs> next week, they're always they're always reluctant to give you that they that seven, eight, nine months mark because with the graft and the hamstring injury, excuse my ignorance because I don't know one hundred percent, but from what I was told. Basically, the way it heals, around, it's very safe around that 12-month mark. So I think it's more of a, a safety precaution at times. But like you said, I've seen players come back earlier, some around the 9, 10 months. So I guess that's a goal. And if we come back sooner, then that's fantastic. But I think it's about hitting those markers. And if you show enough strength to the area and the surgeon gives you the all clear, I think it's just down to that, basically. Well, I guess they always give you the worst yeah. possible scenario first. But uh, Trav has been there, done that. Trav, have you got any advice for Nathan on the recovery process? Well, unfortunately not, because when I did mine in Perth, uh, that was the last going into the last year of my contract, and I didn't think oh, I was going to hear. I was much older than what you are, 10 years maybe even. Uh, so I I didn't think I was going to come back, and I didn't in the end. So, yeah. uh, look, it's it's So he's got thing. bugger all to give you, Nathan, no, basically. No, look, I, I do know, though, that... <laughs> By about seven, eight, nine months, it feels it does feel strong, and you can basically join into training. I had some complications with my first uh, ACL recoveries, which hindered my my uh, comeback. But uh, you've you're off the field. What are you doing? What are you doing off the field now? We see that you've you've got the podcast with uh, with George. How's that? How's that going for you guys? Uh, yeah, that's good. It's just, it started off as just a bit of fun. Like uh, One of the office staff said, oh, do you guys want to do a podcast? I thought he was joking, but we decided to just go with it. And yeah, we just, it's good. It's fun. The boys enjoy it. They just come in, just speak a bit of nonsense, just talk on a personal level with some of the lads. So that's nah, a bit of fun. Yeah. So nah, it's, it's good. And, and where can, uh, but, where like, can to, we find it, Sorry to interrupt. Sorry, where can we find uh, the podcast? I think, uh, I think it's on Red's Radio, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, it's most places. But yeah, I think it's it's called Reds Radio. So, okay, yeah. all right. And other question, you might have heard our listener before you came on, uh, Mark. Very frustrated with Adelaide United. I guess right. you must be as well. What's uh, what do you what can you put your finger on? I mean, one one week you're okay, the next week you're average. We just don't know what we're going to get from week to week. 
yeah, I think I think you hit the nail on the head with injuries. I think that was a big thing for the last couple of weeks. We were, you know, six, seven key players were out injured, and that's always difficult, especially in those positions where we're maybe a little bit low on cattle. Like the right-back position, we didn't have a lot of um, depth in that position, so that was difficult. We had to fill it in with Morky. But I think it's, it's hard to put your finger on. The way we play is a very attacking, very um, offensive style, and sometimes we're reluctant to catch a few goals from the other teams in the break. So maybe that's why we need to tighten up that a little bit defensively. But you're right, it is frustrating, especially when we put a good run together, and then when you're versing a team like Western Sydney who have been a bit up and down, you hope to get the three points, and then we put a performance like that. But I'm sure the boys will bounce back. I think we're a strong group. They're very good good morale in the change room, and I think they'll, they'll bounce back. Nathia, you've been back in Adelaide now for a couple of years. How close were you uh, to the – I've read that you were contacted by Gombau to, to go oh. to the, the New York Red Bulls, the, the academy there. Was, uh, was there any uh, chance of you going there? No, I think that was all. That was all just some um, speculation. I, I uh, Giuseppe was a, a mentor to me, so I did. I did reach out to him and ask um, what he believed would be a good avenue for me. But I don't think that that was all just some um, rumors and speculation. He never gave me that sort of offer. Offer. I would have taken it, but yeah, no, it, it didn't. It didn't help. <laughs> all right, just in closing, I've got to ask this. My son Lucas did an interview with you for Channel Seven. Did he look after you? Yeah, no, he was great. He was awesome. He got, came into my house and. Oh. Got to have a look around. Did you, feed him? Did you feed him while he was there? Because he likes to eat food. I, I offered, but he didn't take anything. <laughs> he must have enough at home. I don't know. He's not like his old man. I would have said, yeah, Absolutely, I'll have it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And he would have taken <laughs> seconds home. Absolutely take it home. Yeah. The hey, Nathan, uh, thanks for having a chat to us, mate. Good luck with the recovery. It is frustrating, but uh, that's sport, isn't it? And uh, hope it all goes well, and it will be good to see you back on the field. Thank you very much, guys. Absolute pleasure. Good, Good on luck, you, Nathan. Man. That's uh, Nathan Constantopoulos. Uh, very unfortunate, but like I said, Trav, uh, you've been there. It just happens. These ACLs, they're a scourge, aren't they? It does, they? unfortunately. And it it's, does. A, it's not just a short-term injury either. It's a long-term injury, which uh, kind of stuffs up your whole season. You've got to start again. And then you worry that it doesn't... Is it? Does it hurt you psychologically once you've done that? I mean, you never came and played. You didn't go back and play again, but does I it? I did in the NPL. I came in the NPL. Oh, but, you know, in saying that, even back in training, coming back into training, the first, the first... Seed of doubt is gone, or the seed of doubt is gone once you go make the first tackle. Once you've been tackled or you tackle somebody on that injured leg that, that you're recovering from, you know that it's all right, and then away you go. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of it is psychological then, isn't it? All right, we're going to take a short break, and uh, our final segment, we're going to talk about the women's game right after this. On SENSA, the round ball with Dom and Dodsey for Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere, and Hyundai's seven-year warranty. Yes, uh, welcome back. It is the Round Ball with Dom and Dodsy. All thanks to our terrific sponsors. If it wasn't for them, Trav, you'd be at home doing nothing and I'd be still working. Flight Centre South Australia. Other way around. Flight Flight Centre, best in the air and everywhere. Of course, if you're planning a holiday, you can give them a call on uh, 131600. And, of course, Hyundai's 2019 plate clearance is on right now where you get special bonuses across a range of their top-selling models. Now, we're talking about the women's game, thanks to SA Power Networks, empowering women's football in South Australia. It's the final round of the home-and-away trip this week, and Adelaide United played tomorrow night against Newcastle, and I wish I had was the bearer of good news, uh, but I'm not, but to their bottom. And they lost last time round to Newcastle, who are just as bad. The positive to this, though, oh, you got a positive. there is a positive, yeah, okay. absolutely. Right. The positive is that if they can get a result, get a win, chalk up the second win of the season, they, they'll finish... Second to bottom. 
second. Yeah, well, it's not. It's not the. It's not bottom. So they wouldn't. They won't get relegated. Yeah, but no team wants to finish bottom, and I'm sure Ivan uh, Karlovic, the coach there, will be impressing yeah, it's that. It's just the stigma attached the there, isn't it? Not it's, a good yeah, thing, is it? You yeah, don't absolutely. Wanna, you want to say, where'd you finish this year, Trev? Uh, bottom doesn't yeah. look good. No, it doesn't. So uh, good luck to good luck to the girls uh, tomorrow night. And they are playing a team Newcastle who got smashed seven nil against Melbourne Victory last week. So you, they might get them one there at their lowest ebb. Well, you, you hope so. <laughs> and uh, congratulations to Melbourne City who won the... Yeah, wrapped the, it up. Yeah, the Premier's Plate. Um, I think they... I'm not even sure if it's called Premier's Plate, to be honest. Uh, but uh, former yeah. former uh, Adelaide United captain, Emma Checker, uh, at Melbourne City celebrating that one. So That's your mate, Trevor, uh, Scott Jamison's club. Yeah, so he'll be on that bandwagon, no doubt, as well. Does uh, he go and watch them? He No, uh, well... I don't know. Matt, he'll text me because I'm sure he's listening. Um, but at least Melbourne City will win something this year. Well, good. Well, congratulations to Melbourne. I don't and, think Scotty will. And and let's uh, hope Adelaide United can finish the season uh, with a win because they've only won one all season, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, we did. We did Aussies abroad uh, before, but there's uh, there's a few. Uh, Ladies abroad, uh, lady Aussies. Yeah, they're doing well overseas, the girls. Overseas. Yeah. So, Caitlin Ford, uh, who we said a couple of weeks ago had signed uh, for Arsenal. Uh, she scored on debut well in, the, in the FA Cup uh, round of 16. Yeah, so now they're in the, the quarterfinal. So, uh, great effort from Caitlin Ford. And she is uh, a good player, too. I've seen her play, like, at the games, like, yeah. calling the games. She's very good. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Sam Kerr played again uh, for Chelsea uh, in a 3 all draw with Manchester City. How good would that be? Um, you know, yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea, Manchester City. And, wow. Uh, we've got one of our best Aussies, uh, Matilda's playing uh, at Chelsea. So uh, it's great to see. Uh, we've also got Chloe Legazzo made her uh, Bristol City. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure what Benny's put on here, but uh, made an appearance for Bristol City as they uh, won 1-0 against Birmingham City. So it's, uh, it's great to have uh, these... Aussies playing overseas, uh, and also uh, Mary Fowler um, getting some game time in France for Mont Montpellier. Montpellier. Now that's yeah. the advantage that our game has over all the other women's sports that these girls who play in this country can go overseas and make good money and make a good living out of the game. So that's why they should be playing our game. Absolutely, exclusively. You know, but it doesn't get enough coverage, unfortunately. Like even the AFLW gets more than the. The Matildas, which is just bizarre. I don't know why that happens, but it does. But these girls are representing Australia in another country. I think it's just fantastic. So well done, girls. And uh, really, the whole country should uh, just get behind them. And the Matildas themselves, the brand itself, that's a, a big name, a big brand. And they're attracting crowds now. And you have to pay to get in. You don't well, get exactly. in for free. It's come. The, the Matildas have come on in leaps and Absolutely. bounds uh, in the last probably five to six years. Uh, they, they're, they're almost... the the jewel in the yeah. FFA's crown. Yeah, uh, absolutely. They're the most that. successful team in our country, even ahead of the Socceroos, because obviously it's a different yeah, different ball game with the Socceroos and the Matildas, yeah. but still, and the Matildas have won tournaments, big tournaments. They have, uh, and, and it's great. It's great for the game, and it's great for inspiring young girls yep. to, to want to play the game and, and become professional You have a lot of girls at Metro Stars at your team? A lot of, they've got a girls team there, haven't you? No, no, it's a different. There's, there's not quite an affiliation with uh, oh. Metro United, the, the women's team, but in saying that um, yeah, the the thing that Australia needs to do is, is invest more into the development of uh, grassroots football. I mean, we speak about it for, for the men, but yeah. also for the women as well because – uh, we need a lot more development in the the younger age groups to to bring up you know more technical players that can 
uh, go out and, and play overseas a lot more. Good luck to the girls. We're behind you. And, of course, Adelaide United's last game uh, tomorrow night at Mardner Sports Complex. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock. And if you can't be there, it is on Fox Sports. That is the main game uh, tomorrow night. And congratulations. Who's calling that game? Again, uh, yours truly. Thank you. Looking And Rob, and your mate, Robbie Cornthwaite, who'll be alongside me. Well, there you go. There we go. That's, that's, I've got to go home and do some homework. Uh, that's after I see another one bites the dust. Of course, Queen's here at uh, Adelaide. We're just down the road, trip. You heard of the band Queen? I have. Okay, yeah. you have. Yeah, well done. They sing uh, we, will, we Will Rock You, don't they?